This happened to me when I was still in college. It was winter, dark, a new semester. Valentine's Day, no less. I remember that night. In the aftermath, I put on my coat and walked the four blocks between my dorm and Tom's, in the extreme cold, to relate the events as they had transpired. Tom said, that is shocking, and sat me on his dorm room twin bed. He produced blue Kleenex after blue Kleenex until I had somewhat calmed down. I said to Tom, maybe if the scones had not been heart-shaped, I would not feel so, I don't know. A few days later, my friend Charlotte came across a red heart-shaped cookie cutter. She'd been digging around for a packet of instant hot chocolate in the kitchen of the campus literary house, where she and I were roommates. She found the heart shape jumbled in a drawer of various utensils, and she brought it to the dining room to peer at me through its empty center. I was sitting with my homework and hers fanned around me on the table, and she said with a blurted wry laugh, <laughs> Margaret, do you know what this cookie cutter would be great for making? Shh, I said, looking around, because he lived there too. But Charlotte could not stop laughing. She had the kind of laugh you wanted to be part of. People in the living room looked over at us. At the time, I thought I understood the lesson in this story. Namely, if you decide to end things with someone on the grounds you are too busy to see her, then materializing to say so with a plate full of heart-shaped scones you've spent the entirety of an afternoon preparing may fail to suggest the fullness of your schedule. I was in a literature class that semester called Self and Others, which is how I'd met Tom, who was a poet. I loved walking with Tom across the quad after class, trying on his snarky opinions, the sun on our faces. Tom said, let us begin a collaboration of mournful lyric essays compiled from incidents like this one of yours, and each one will conclude, that is shocking. He added, I wasn't going to say so in case it all worked out, but honestly, He's marginally shorter than you and definitely going a little bald at the age of 19. So let's not proceed as if he were a loss. I thought this was unkind and very funny. But I said how it was not about loss, rather about humiliation, about being treated as disposable about human decency, and also how it isn't fair to tell a person that you're breaking up in those words precisely, when you have not, in fact, really been dating. You've only done things like make out in the back stairwell of the literary society dorm, the stairwell where we kept the communal vacuum cleaner, a stairwell he told me no one ever uses, which did not even turn out to be true. Natalie from the third floor had appeared, descending on her way to make oatmeal cookies in the kitchen. I had been unable to disentangle my feet from the hose of the vacuum. It is such a stupid story, of course. But it is one of those that stays with you. 
I could not let it go. Frenetic intent. I was known in those years for being tightly wound. Calm down, people would say to me. There is still, at this college I went to, a hole in the wall of an obscure corner of the English department, kicked there by me. That's unrelated to this particular story, but illustrative of how I was then. What got me about the heart scones is how I had not anticipated it, was unable to stop it. <laughs> 